Welcome to Roleplay Rescue's Solo Tales, a podcast recounting the solo tabletop roleplaying adventures played by me, the host of Roleplay Rescue, Che Webster. The core of this particular game is being played with basic roleplaying by the Chaosium and the Mythic GM Emulator. There are some adult themes and pretty gory moments of combat, so listener discretion is advised. All that said, I hope you'll enjoy the story that is emerging and is concluding in this episode. This then is Roleplay Rescue Solo Tale Season 1 Episode 5, Rubble Runners. But before we get into that... Hello Che, it's Anthony calling in from the road. Well, I have just finished, during my awful commute, listening to the thrilling tale of the heroes, the young heroes... <laughs> penetrating into the ruined tower and facing off against the horrific spider. I really enjoyed this episode. The audio game that you're playing, you've stepped up quite a bit. The screams of the spider and and, uh, the atmospherics really make it enjoyable to listen to as fiction. But you're also particularly hitting my favorite uh, elements by including subtle or overt deployment or description of the mechanisms in play. And so I particularly thrilled to the arrival of the resistance table. Um, This is, you know, one of those parts of BRP that has wound up somehow being controversial and celebrated when it was excised from the text but uh, I've never been able to, to really grasp the hatred. I have found lots of people who didn't know how to use it or tried to use it for the wrong thing, and so therefore you can kind of you know, imply why they don't like it. But you know, I was really happy to see your slick use of the resistance table and you know, for exactly what it's for. And, uh, and that moment of hope, are they going to be able to bash their way through the door or... Yeah, very cool. Thank you very much for the effort I know it takes to put this stuff out, and I'm looking forward to the next installment. Although, you know, I was really worried they wouldn't be able to deal with the spider, but now I'm wondering if if this is, you know, where we're entering into possible TPK territory, because these things, as you described them, sound horrific. And I can't wait for the horror to start. Take care. Hey! Evil Jeff. Just finished listening to the latest Crags Ruin that uh, released for everybody. And wanted to say great stuff there. I uh, listened to all four of them. Uh, good storytelling. And I really am appreciating you uh, going through the GM emulator deck. Uh, and for those who have not heard it before or seen the product before, get an idea of how it's used and 
really how you can go about interpreting what the cards say. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get the cards myself or just dig more into the actual emulator with the dice and such. I got to think about that one myself. But thanks for featuring that item. And uh, hopefully the uh, adventurers get to continue adventuring on, though it doesn't sound like it's going to happen very easily at this point. Later. Previously on Roleplay Rescue's Solo Tales. Aelin, Beric and Caleb are at Crag's Ruin and exploring the site. There, having encountered skeletons at the entrance, they explored the stairway that led from the ground floor up to a corridor. Discovering loose coins and webs, the party was immediately on guard for spiders, and, lo and behold, they were attacked by a giant one living up in the ceiling space. Having defeated the giant spider in a short but brutal battle, the party recovered a desiccated body and some items of value. In front of them, once they burned through the webs, was an iron-bound wooden door with a keyhole. Presumably, it led to whatever chamber featured on this floor, but Beric quickly discovered that it was locked. After trying to force it with his shoulder and failing, the party decided to go downstairs and see if there was any sign of a key that they'd overlooked. As they came down the stairs, Caleb paused as he saw the bulky shapes snuffling around on the floor below. Rubble runners, he hissed. Picture a large, rat-shaped creature, about half meter long. Move the corners of the mouth back to the front shoulders and open the mouth about 60 degrees to reveal a row of sharp, pointed teeth. Cover the whole gruesome thing with armadillo-like scale. Realize that it is always hungry and runs in packs, and you have a rubble runner. And the party looks to be in a perilous situation. The heroes are up on the narrow stairs, so there's an advantage because they can defend it with Caleb up front, but then the rubble runners are called that because they know how to climb. And so I reckon they're about 60% climbers, I mean, their skill value is about 60%. So how do the Rubble Runners react? Well, it's time to roll on the reaction table. And this is something I grabbed right out of RuneQuest as well, because, well, weirdly, neither Magic World nor BRP have a reaction table. I realise, by the way, this is something I really enjoy in games. I reckon they're basically neutral, being wild animals. And so I made a roll. And 76 gave me... Encountered creatures take an active dislike to the party, just short of blind hatred. Okay then, so I guess we better get into it. The order of dex ranks is Rubble Runners, Beric, Caleb and Aelin. Round 1, Intentions. The Rubble Runners are hostile, so they will rush at the party. They are small enough that they can fight two abreast on the stairs, so four will go that way, and the other three will attempt to scale the stone wall of the stairs and come at the fighters behind Caleb. Yeah, in case you'd forgotten, I rolled seven of them. Caleb 
will fight with shield and spear. Beric will club any creature that gets too close to defend with his shield, and Aelin will throw his javelin at any rubble runner he can see and then seek to defend himself with the shield. Four of them rushed the stairs, two abreast, and reached Caleb, but their movement meant they could not immediately attack before he could respond with the spear's length. Three rubble runners ran to the base of the wall and began to climb. Amazingly agile moves. As they quickly moved up toward the three men on the stairs. Beric swung his club downward and struck one of the creatures on the nose despite its efforts to skitter aside. Unfortunately, the thick skin on the beast prevented any meaningful injury. Caleb stabbed out at the first of the rubble runners scrambling up the stairs. It tried to dodge, but failed, and Caleb's spear drew blood as it penetrated the thick hide. Aelin threw the javelin at the second creature on the stairs, using his higher position to aim over his friend's head, and struck one of the beasts a glancing wound that drew blood. Round two. Intentions. Rubble runners will bite, with the rear pair on the stairs aiming to climb the wall of the tower and flank Caleb to the front of the group. Caleb will stab at the lead rubble runner on the stairs and defend himself. Beric will swing the club and parry with the shield. Aelin needs to ready his spear and will parry with the shield, getting a stab in if he can. The lead rubble runners bite at Caleb while their pack mates skitter up the wall and try to get into his peripheral vision and snap their jaws from his flank. Those two will get to make attacks five depth ranks later after Aelin. One of the bites from the front draws Caleb's shield to parry, but he is too slow and the jaws screech off his ringmail as the beast grabs on. Rubble runners lock on and try to push through the armour so Caleb now has a bulldog-like hanger-on. The rubble runners on the wall below the men try to attack with snapping bites. Caleb is missed, Aelin too, and Beric needs to parry, but fails. The creature locks onto his leg and draws blood as its jaws hang on. Beric yells with the pain of it. Beric swings the club at the beast on his leg and smacks it cleanly around the skull. The creature is hurt a little bit, but hangs on nonetheless. Caleb stabs at the same rubble runner with his spear, hits and skewers it, drawing blood. The beast cannot hold its grip in the face of the pain from a major wound, and it lets go, scattering back down the stairs a short distance. Aelin readies the spear and brings his shield up, ready to stab out. But not before the skittering pair on the wall above Caleb snap out with their teeth and catch the big man off guard. The first bite grabs his spear arm, drawing no blood but latching on hard, while the, the second fails to gain purchase. Aelin strikes out at the beast below him and hits with a strong blow that draws blood. I rule that the major wound is enough that it loses grip on the wall and falls, taking enough damage to kill it. One down. Round three. Intentions. Caleb needs to get free of the rubble runner latched onto his spear arm, so he'll try bashing it against the wall while fending off the other one with his shield. Aelin will try and stab up at the other creature on the wall near Caleb's head. Beric will smash at the rubble runner on his leg with a club 
and the rubble runners are relentless, although the injured one on the stairs will cautiously recover itself and not immediately re-enter the fray. Wounded beasts, they're not suicidal. The rubble runner on Caleb bites down hard. It'll penetrate armour on a critical hit and gains a special, enough to roll double damage. Six points is enough to hurt Caleb for one. The other creature on the wall snaps at Aelin and is forced to parry with the shield, but he fails. The creature's bite rips through his arm and latches onto the upper part above the shield. Aelin shouts out with the pain of it. Two more creatures snap at Caleb, one from the front and the other from below, but both miss. The last rubble runner snaps at Beric from below, but also misses. Beric's club swings out, but misses the mark. Caleb smashes the rubble runner against the wall. Let's make this a resistance roll, strength versus strength. Caleb will need 80 or less to dislodge the beast. 39 succeeds. The rubble runner lets go of the big man and loses purchase, falling down the stairs for some serious bruises and bumps. Aelin, unable to stab the one now latched onto him, lances a blow towards the rubble runner on the stairs in front of Caleb. But misses. Things are not looking good for the party. Round four. Party status. Aelin, three out of 13 hit points. Beric, 12 out of 12 hit points. Caleb, 13 out of 15 hit points. Intentions. Beric will swing out at the rubber runners below him with a club. Aelin will try smashing the rubber runner above his shield arm into the wall. And Caleb will stab at the rubber runner on the stairs in front of him. The rubble runners will continue to swarm forward. The two injured creatures will dart forward at Caleb to support their fellow on the stairs. Two of the creatures can snap at Caleb from the stairs. And one is successfully on target. Caleb parries and bats it away. The rubble runner below Caleb snaps at him and hits, locking onto his leg. It's bites, piercing the armour and drawing blood. Caleb yells with the pain. The final creature snaps at Beric from below but misses wildly. Beric swings his club down and hits the beast on the snout. It lets out a yelp but doesn't lose its grip on the stone wall. Caleb stabs out at the nearest rubble runner on the stairs but misses, distracted by the pain of the beast on his leg. Aelin smashes his shield arm up against the wall to try and dislodge the rubble runner. He's not as strong as Caleb so he needs 70 or less. 92 isn't enough. Round five. Intentions. Caleb will stab out with his spear, hoping the rubble runner on his leg cannot bite through. Beric will swing the club at his target below. Aelin needs to dislodge the one on his arm, so he'll re-attempt the smashing action against the wall. The rubble runners will continue to try and pull the heroes down. It's a precarious situation, and hope is, frankly, fading for the three young men. The rubber runner on Caleb's leg bites down and draws more blood, albeit just getting through the armour. The other two in front of him bite and snap, ineffectually, but do keep him distracted. The one below Beric tries again to grab the man's leg, but misses. The one on Aelin's arm bites down, but just about manages to hang on rather than score injury. Beric's club swings round and smacks the rubber runner on the nose for another small injury, but the hide once again deflects most of the blow. 
Caleb stabs out of the wounded beast in front of him and hits with a blow that draws blood. The creature skitters back but doesn't look too deterred. Aelin tries again to bash the on his arm against the wall to dislodge it and succeeds. The creature falls, this time falling below as Aelin swings it back outward over the edge of the stairs. There's a sickening crunch as it hits the ground with enough force to kill it. Round six. Party status. Aelin, three out of 13 hit points. Beric, 12 out of 12 hit points. Caleb, 13 out of 15 hit points. The Chaos Factor is five. There are five rubber runners remaining in the fight, although two are badly injured. One is clamped on Caleb's leg, another is below Beric, and the others are on the stairs in front of Caleb. The question is whether they're going to keep fighting. Because there's no morale rule in BRP, I'm going to ask this of the Mythic GM emulator deck. Do the rubble runners break and run? Seems unlikely, honestly. It's an exceptional no. Intentions. Caleb will need to deal with the rubber runner on his leg, but it's inside his effective fighting distance, and there are three others. He'll stab out in front and hope for the best. Beric will thump his rubber runner on the nose again. Aelin will stab over the head of Caleb with the spear and try and hit another one on the stairs. The rubble runners are clearly ravenous and crazed with bloodlust. They will bite and grab. The rubble runners on Caleb's legs bite down hard, but isn't strong enough to break the armour, and the movement is shaking it about too much for the bite to do more than hold on. The three on the stairs all bite towards Caleb, with the stronger skittering up the wall to try and flank him. The first one snaps in front of him, but misses. The second one also bites out and misses. The third clambers up the wall and will bite in five dex ranks time. Beric swings the club and hits. The beast trying to dodge, but getting clonked all the same. Four points, less the two armor from the hide is two points of injury and again, not enough to kill the beast. Caleb stabs at the climbing creature and critically hits with the spear. This doubles the damage to 12 points. Less his two armor, slaying the creature that was trying to skitter past him. It slides down the wall to his feet and bleeds out on the floor. Aelin reaches past Caleb to stab, but misses. With Caleb encumbered with the rubble runner on his leg, I think we need to test his agility to stay on his feet. This is a 60% or less roll. 72 is a fail. Are things turning for the heroes? It, it doesn't feel that way as Caleb tumbles off the lower step sideways. He'll take 1d6 falling damage. 5 is a bad result. He's prone below the stairs and badly injured. Does he fall on the rubble runners to crush it? Let's test his luck. 70% or less. 0-2 is a big yes. I rule to do double falling damage and take into account that the big man is falling onto the rubble runner. 46, 17 kills it. Round 7. Intentions. Caleb will try and stand, shaking off the corpse of the rubber runner. The two creatures on the stairs will rush at Aelin next in line. Aelin will try to defend himself with spear and shield. Beric continues to bash at the rubber runner beneath him. The rubber runners bite at Aelin. And he tries to parry one of them, but fails. The creature clamps onto his ankle. The pain sears into his leg and he passes out from the shock. Aelin drops forward and tumbles down the stairs, head first. 
rolling 1d6 falling damage to a 5. He's at minus 6 hit points and things do not look good. He would need to reach positive hit points in the next round or he will die. I'm feeling pretty bruised by this eventuality but such is the way of things when the dice decide the fate of the characters. Beric swings the club and bops the runner on the nose again for another bruise. The thick hide is keeping this one alive. Caleb rises to his feet and rushes towards Aelin's fallen body. Aelin is of course unconscious and twitching on the stairs. Round 8. Party status. Aelin is prone and unconscious, dying at minus 6 hit points. Beric has 12 out of 12 hit points. Caleb has 6 out of 15 hit points. There are three badly wounded but frenzied rubble runners, one on the stairs, one clamped on Aelin's leg, and one on the wall below Beric. Actually, thinking about it, the one that Aelin fell on... Yeah, okay, he's been crushed to death too. Intentions. The rubble runners both attack Beric. Beric will defend himself, turning to strike the moving and injured creatures on the stairs. Caleb will try to help his dying friend with physic and cries out to the gods. The rubble runners bite a Beric. The one rushing at him misses and the one below also fails to latch on. Beric swings the club around at the new foe and crits. Double damage. An 11 total. That kills the beast outright. A crunch telling the tale of a smashed skull. Caleb kneels next to Aelin and lets out a loud pained cry filled with fear. No, oh gods, no, Aelin! Rolling over, he can see blood pouring from the leg wound and bruises from Aelin's fall. Caleb calls out to the gods in desperation. Although Caleb isn't an initiate, it feels possible that his cry for divine intervention might be heard. The magic book gives us a procedure, so we'll follow that. Earth Mother, hear me, cried Caleb. Do not let Aelin die. Restore him to breath and I will commit myself to your service ever after. He must roll under his power or less on D100. That's a 14% chance. The roll, 59. Aelin is beyond healing with physic, which can only restore 1D3 wounds, so we will not roll the skill. At the end of the round, Aelin dies in Caleb's arms. Round 9. Intentions. Beric will fight his rubble runner. Caleb will stand and yell out a roar of pain and anger. The rubble runner will snap at Beric. The creature's bite misses. Beric swings the club and smacks the rubble runner hard enough to kill it. The beast clatters down to the ground below. Caleb bellows with all the rage he can muster. The battle is over. Rage. That was about all that Caleb could feel. He was angry and bitter at the goddess who had ignored him. Aelin's broken body lay at his feet. And Caleb cried as though his heart would burst. Beric stood on the stairs above and wept silently 
tears streaming down his face. It was a sore injustice, he thought. How could Aelin have fallen in such a chance encounter with fell animals? The gods were fickle, and this place was cursed. Together, all thought of searching for lost keys gone, the pair carried their fallen comrade's body outside into the sunlight. Down the long, curving pathway they trudged until they reached the hilly grassland beyond. There they buried him, digging a shallow hole with their hands and covering him in a cairn of stones. Aelin's cairn was built in the shadow of Crag's ruin and stands there to this day. It was nightfall by the time they were finished and Beric and Caleb kept vigil until dawn. Thank you for listening to Roleplay Rescue's Solo Tales. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. I've decided to draw this game to a close at this point. Remember, this is a podcast recording some of the solo play experiences I've been enjoying, and for me, this is a good point to conclude this particular experiment. In other words, I got what I came for, a chance to revisit BRP and see how that old game felt at the table, alongside using the mythic Game Master emulator deck. Will I be recording more episodes? I honestly don't know, but I suspect that I will because I'm rarely away from play for very long. If something suitably interesting arises, then yes, I think I'll probably enjoy recording it. I guess only time will tell. So, thanks to the Roleplay Rescue patrons who support the show through patreon.com slash rpgrescue. These loyal listeners of my other podcasts have early access to all my episodes both here and on the main Roleplay Rescue show and plus they get my rambling weekly GM's journal audio diary too. If you want to call in use speakpipe.com slash roleplayrescue where you can record a short message. Big thanks again to Anthony and Evil Jeff who called in at the top of the show and I guess that's it. My name's Che Webster this was Roleplay Rescue Solo Tales. I'll see you again well sometime game on